When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello guys, it's Ollie here and welcome back to the NUFC Blogcast. So it's just me on today's show, but I thought I'd bring an update, which we've done each week over the summer transfer window, uh, our Toon Transfer Talk podcast, looking at all the latest on incomings and outgoings, all the latest news and gossip. So we'll have updates on the latest signing at under-21 level, a couple of youngsters who've left, uh, interest in Ryan Fraser and Isaac Hayden, a new member of the, the, the club's recruitment team, and also a couple of updates on Newcastle's pursuit of centre-backs. So, yeah, here's an update on all of that with just one week left until the transfer window closes. So, starting with incomings, obviously, we've all seen the Lewis Hall news. Um, earlier in the week, he signed on an initial loan deal, which includes an obligation to buy next summer for £28 million. And there's also seven million in performance-related add-ons that could get added on to that deal. But he's actually not the only 18, 18-year-old who's been confirmed by the club this week. So there's been talk of this player signing for well over a week now, as he was pictured at St James's Park uh, with his with his dad a few weeks ago. But anyway, Newcastle have now confirmed the signing of AC Milan youngster Cathal Heffernan. So he's a 18-year-old Irish youth international who plays at centre back. Like I say, I think it's it's. People know it's been all but done for a, a, probably a, a week or two now, but Newcastle have actually announced that he's signed, so he'll join the under-21 side. He's the latest addition to the academy. Um, so he's been speaking at NUFC.co.uk since he signed, and he said it's surreal to join such a big club like Newcastle. Um, the goal is, obviously, after he's played for the academy, to break into the first team as quickly as possible. Um, and he's just left AC Milan. I think his contract might have expired there. He played at Cork City, an Irish club, in their first team from 16, but he's been at uh, AC Milan for a couple of years now, and he said he's sort of really improved his defending there and gained a lot of experience. So, so yeah, that's an interesting one to see another Irish player join in Cathal Heffernan. So he's another one to watch for the academy over the next few well, months and years, really. Um, and actually, another Irish player who looks set to join him is another Irish player from Italy in Kevin Zeffi. So we've been told that He's actually due to sign from Inter Milan, and I don't know when it'll be, but we've been told that deal's all but done now. Um, he's a winger, 
another 18 year old again who plays at youth level for Ireland. He's actually got a really good record at front of Milan's youth team. And he's actually advised by Stephen Carr, the former Newcastle right back. So it looks like he'll be linking up with Heffernan. And there's a few others actually at under 21 level who play with Kevin Zeffi and Heffernan at the youth level. So I think Alex Murphy, the young defender who impressed over pre-season. And there's a goalkeeper we've brought in from Ireland called Reese Byron as well. Um, he's another Irish youth player. So it's a bit of a theme now that we're sort of building our contact in Ireland. And uh, so, yeah, Heffernan's officially done. I think Zeffi's going to be the next one. Um, so, yeah, more more sort of exciting youth talent joining the academy there. In terms of outgoings, the club have also announced that Jay Turner-Cook, so he's a young midfielder, 19-year-old, who I think signed from Sunderland's academy a couple of years ago. He's completed a season-long loan move to Scottish Premiership side St. Johnston. Um, <clears throat> so hopefully that loan move goes better than, obviously, Garan Coles to, to Hearts just last season. And I think Matty Longstaff also went to Aberdeen and didn't get much game time. So let's hope... Uh, Turner Cook gets gets more minutes than Cole or, or Longstaff did, um, but anyway, T- Turner Cook's done well over the summer. Really, he, he scored in a preseason friendly win over Gateshead. Um, he featured in our summer series games against Chelsea and Brighton, and I know how was kind of saying that the likes of Lewis Miley, Jay Turner Cook, uh, Ben Parkinson, Alex Murphy, all those youngsters who joined the US tour and a lot of our preseason games, he he was impressed by how they trained and how they coped in the games as well. So. So yeah, hopefully Jay Turner Cook does well. Um, and the final one, it sort of on under twenty one level with all the sort of incomings and outgoings. There's a youngster called Ollie Harrison who's an England under sixteen international. He's been playing for Newcastle um, over the past few years, and I think from from what I've read behind the scenes, Newcastle were hoping he would be the next sort of uh, promising player to emerge, a bit like Lewis Miley has, a bit like Elliot Anderson. But unfortunately, Ollie Harrison's actually just signed for Chelsea. So he's only 16. He's a midfielder. I think he's a boyhood Chelsea fan, um, which is obviously a bit of a shame when he comes, I think, from the northeast. But I guess this is, could you argue, this is what's happened during the Mike Ashley era, that some of these younger fans growing up might have not had the, I don't know, the urge to support their local club and would have been tempted to support some of these other clubs who are more successful when they were growing up. Who knows? But anyway... Ollie Harrison's gone to Chelsea, so he's joining their under-18 side. So obviously there's good news on getting the likes of Lewis Hall from Chelsea. Heffernan's come in from AC Milan, and I think Kevin Zeffi's going to follow him. But um, but yeah, Ollie Harrison, the, the highly rated England youth international who had been doing well behind the scenes at Newcastle, he's gone to, to Chelsea. Um, I know I read there was an update from the Mail, I think it was Craig Hope, who wrote this a couple of weeks back, saying that Dan Ashworth pushed hard to sign to keep him sorry, and give him a new deal at Newcastle, but it looks like Harrison really wanted to go to Chelsea. So, so yeah, there's a couple of incomings at under-21 level, and another one looks like it's going to be confirmed soon with Zeffi. Turner Cook's gone to Scotland with St. Johnston, and Ollie Harrison's gone to Chelsea. But next up is a little update on the latest member of our recruitment team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. So this is more of an off-field appointment, but it's come out that the former assistant and head of analysis at the Polish national team, Kamil Petrykas, has joined our recruitment team. So he's been speaking to Forbes, and in that interview he said that he was interviewed by the likes of Dan Ashworth and head of recruitment Steve Nixon. It was quite a thorough process, he said. And he's now going to join to actively support the recruitment department in the selection of players for first team level. Um, in that interview, he said that he rejected offers from Saudi Arabia as well. Um, so yeah, we've got someone who's, like I say, got experience there with the Polish national team, um, head of analysis as well there. So he's come on, come sort of on board at Newcastle to support our recruitment. So that's that's an interesting appointment off the field and I guess just another sign that we're leaving no 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 stone unturned and really trying to improve off the field as much as we are on it as well. So so yeah, that's a another bit bit of news that's come out this week. Um, as for centre backs, Fabrizio Romano's named two players that Newcastle are really keen on, but it sounds sort of up, well doesn't sound likely that they're going to happen. So the two players that uh, Romano's updated on is Edmund Tapsober at Bayer Leverkusen and Antonio Silva at Benfica. So. He says that Newcastle love both players and they're a big fan of both of them. But he says that FFP in the current situation there financially makes those deals almost impossible. That's what, how he's worded it. So, I mean, Eddie Howe did say after the, the Lewis Hall signing that incomings are going to be, well, that'll be it for incomings. Um, and, and that's kind of, we're going to go with what we've got now. Um, and I know Fabrizio Romano is there saying that Newcastle are keen on both players. Um, and both will be really good additions, sort of athletic, young ball playing right sided defenders who could compete with Fabian Shaw and potentially replace him in years to come. But from what Romano is saying, as things stand, FFP makes that deal or those two deals almost impossible. So that's an update from Romano. I mean a bit of information we got. We've been speaking to a, a couple of people who've given us some really good info over the summer. What we were told is Newcastle haven't given up on signing a centre back, but everything must fall into place for it to happen from a financial perspective because at the minute we haven't really got any wiggle room following the signings of, obviously we've signed Tonali, Barnes, Livermento, Lewis Hall. Um, and I think we've almost reached our limit from a financial fair play's perspective. So with that in mind, we've been told that a lot of the high earning players who aren't really involved to the likes of Ryan Fraser, Isaac Hayden, Jeff Hendrick, they're going to need to be moved on to create room on the wage bill and just give us a bit more flexibility there. I know Ryan Fraser earns 75 grand a week, which is a lot of money, isn't it? And it makes you sick really, but he was signed as a free agent a couple of years ago and obviously the lack of transfer fees when you sign free agents often mean that they they make up from it up for it financially in, in terms of what they demand in their contract so so i think as, as as alongside that jeff hendrick another free agent who was signed in the steve bruce era he's apparently earning around 50 grand a week and i think isaac hayden isn't on much less than that so 
between the three of them, we're looking at around 170,000 a week on the wage bill. So I think Newcastle are going to have to move all of those guys on to create some room on the wage bill and give them a bit of flexibility financially. I know Javier Manquillo is another who's expected to go. Obviously, we've brought in Livramento as backup to Trippier. Emil Kraft isn't fit yet, but once his, he's fit, he might come in as the sort of third choice right back there. Um, but I know his deal expires in 12 months' time as well. So I think it's it's expected that Javier Manquillo leaves over the final week of the window. Apparently, he's keen to go back to Spain, and he's had interest from Getafe and Girona, two, two Spanish teams there. So um, their four players in Newcastle are looking to move on and, and could well move on if the right offers arrive over the last week of the window. Another player I was told that could go if the right offer arrives is Matt Target. So obviously, he signed on a permanent deal after his he's successful loan spell from Aston Villa. I think he cost us £15 million, but he's believed to be on. I don't know what the figure is, but someone told me that he's on actually quite a bit of money. And I think with Lewis Hall coming in at left-back, we've obviously got Dan Byrne, who can also play there. At a push, the likes of Trippier and Livermento can also play at left-back. So we've got actually quite a few options now down that side. Even at a push, Paul Dummett, which I know he rarely plays, but again, he's another option if, if push came to shove there. So I think if the right offer came in for Matt Target, I've been told we cons- we'll, would consider that. Again, to sort of uh, create room in the squad, but also free up some space on the wage bill. But again, this is this is an idea that everything has to fall into place for funds to be made available to sign a centre-back. And even then, there's this kind of like looking at the loan market. So the loan market's expected to open up in the final week of the window, which we're obviously approaching now. A lot of the clubs sort of know the 25-man squads are going to submit and therefore can start to commit to saying, right, this player's available on loan or or they aren't because they're involved in the manager's plan. So the loan, sort of the loan market should open up in the next few weeks. So if Newcastle are able to move on players and the right player becomes available on loan or a loan-to-buy basis, I think there's an outside chance that we get linked or see movement for certain centre-backs there who are available on loan or sort of cut-price deals. But as Fabrizio Romano said, I think any big money moves for the likes of Tapsoba or Silva or Tadebo at Nice, or even Joe Commanderson at Palace, all those players we've been linked with, because they're quite big money deals and the, the bulk of Newcastle's money is now being spent this summer, I think they're looking unlikely, even if we do move players on. But but yeah, I think if certain high earners do go, there is an outside chance, um, like the likes of Fraser, Hayden, Hendrick, even Matt Target, if those players do go, I think there's, there's, a, there's a chance we could bring in someone else, potentially on a, another loan deal. Um but yeah, that's that's just one to watch. I think it's it's probably unlikely at this point, but you never know. I think they're still looking. Um, and then just a bit more on some of the players mentioned there. I know Sky Italy have said that Empoli, a Serie A team there, they've looked at signing Ryan Fraser on loan. But apparently, again, according to Sky Italy, they want a loan deal with no loan fee. And during that spell, they want, they want to pay 50% of his wages. So they wouldn't be paying his wages in full. We'd still have to fork out sort of half of his 75 grand a week wages. And obviously, we also wouldn't receive a loan fee. So as things stand, that offer might not appeal much to Newcastle. But it, if nothing else sort of betters that in the next week of the window, it might be one we consider. I know Norwich showed interest earlier in the window and Celtic have been linked. But it obviously remains to be seen what happens with Fraser because who knows? He might be happy to just sit and train with Newcastle's reserves and only 75 grand a week. Maybe he doesn't want to take a, a wage cut. Maybe he wouldn't want to move to Italy. We don't know. But anyway, he's been linked with Empoli and then... I know Football Insider, they've said that Isaac Hayden has received interest from four championship teams. So they mentioned Middlesbrough, West Brom, QPR and Millwall as four teams who've apparently identified Hayden as a top target over the final week of the window. But again, if that's a loan deal, how much sort of, of his wages would they cover? And that'll be a big thing for Newcastle because 
if we're looking to move players on and reduce the wage bill, it doesn't really do much for us if they're only covering a small percent of the wages. So, so yeah, we'll have to see what happens with Fraser, Hendrick and Hayden. And obviously, again, the likes of Mankiw and Target are players, I think, if the right offer came in, especially for, for Mankiw, who's now sort of arguably fourth choice at right back. I think the club would consider it. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. Obviously, we've got in the next few days, we'll have the preview of the Liverpool game coming up. Me and Ed will be back at the start of next week to look back at the Liverpool game and do our usual um, things like poll of the week, FYI man, Twitter questions, all of those sort of things. And uh, yeah, this time next week, we'll do our final tune transfer talk update of the summer. But anyway, guys, thanks a lot for listening. And uh, please like, subscribe, share with friends and family. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate all the support uh, people have given the podcast. So, So yeah, thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.